0: Welcome to the Cinema Rag, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissist actors, directors, and producers. Here, we'll laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does, and they've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to another episode of the Cinema rad. We hope you're doing well today. As is customary on Wednesdays, May and I are gonna tackle a topic and we're gonna do five most egregious best actor wins that should not have won. And for me, this is kind of a follow-up to best picture winners that should not have won. And so not surprisingly, after Best Actor next Wednesday, we're going to have Best Actress winners. And if you're new to this feed, I definitely recommend you check back on the other Wednesday episodes that May and I have done. We've done two-part series on Brad Pitt's uh, filmography, three-part series on Tom Cruise. We've done two-part series on overrated actors, one through 10, where we each take turns stating who we think are overact over overrated. Two-part series on underrated. And then we've done some actor versus actors, Affleck versus Damon, for example, Bale versus DiCaprio, Bullock versus Roberts. So today we're each going to give five actors that have won best actor between 1980 and 2010 who we think should not have won. I do not know May's choices. She does not know mine. Now, understandably, guys, we have not seen every movie that all these men have been nominated in so for me in particular i'm picking the five what i perceive to be most egregious choices most egregious choices and i'm assuming may is probably going to do something uh similar to that so may you go first ladies first who is your well, No.
1: yeah it, mine don't turn out to be uh most egregious i don't think but more so just actors who I think deserved it more. All so right. I wouldn't say, say it's egregious. Okay. But my number five is Adrian Brody.
0: Ah, okay, go and ahead. And
1: it was a real career changer for him. He was very proud of it and deservedly so. But there were just four other great nominees that year one being Nicolas Cage, an adaptation, who I think should have won. Uh, number two was Michael Caine. Uh, number three was Jack Nicholson and About Schmidt. And number four, Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs of New York. So, you know, I think that Brody, you know, he's only won one Oscar since then. And I'm not saying that he's a bad actor. He's actually a very good actor. But. I don't know if he necessarily deserved it that year. I do think Nicolas Cage deserved it for adaptation that year.
0: Yeah, I think this is my number three, by the way. So I totally agree with you. Uh, this is probably most famous for when he won it. He kissed Halle Berry on stage, and you know, it's a, it a great kind of scene in terms of like we're memories of an Academy Award because uh, nowadays Academy Awards, aside from the slap, have been pretty boring. I do agree. You know, Brody's career really hasn't done anything. He's on the TV show Succession. He had a little cameo. uh, But really, he's irrelevant. And if you look at the other people, they're all just iconically good. I, as I've mentioned in the past, would probably have given this to Daniel Day-Lewis. Gangs of New York by Scorsese is a flawed movie, but he is just amazing. And then I would give it to Cage as number two, because I think he's great in adaptation. But yeah, Brody, absolutely. in Time. Time tells you this. Brody should not have won this. I agree with you. Right.
1: Yeah. And for some reason, yeah. I don't know the, the movie that Kane was in. But
0: It was yeah. The Quiet American, which I have not. Oh, heard.
1: right, right. That's a good movie, too. Okay. But yeah, I really don't think Brody. I would have ranked him fifth.
0: and this was a time where they were not giving academy award for best actors to young actors historically they always give it to younger women for best actors but normally with the actors it's older guys who've established themselves and brody came really from nowhere at that point and clearly it was an ephemeral thing because he hasn't really done much all right my number five we're going way back in time 1981 henry fonda winning for on golden pond Now, his co-star, Jane Fonda, might be mentioned in the overrated Best Actors winners. But we'll keep it to the men here. So who else is nominated this year? You got Warren Beatty, Mr. Lothario for Reds. He directed that. Burt Lancaster for Atlantic City. Dudley Moore for Arthur. And Paul Newman for Absence of Malice. So I've seen on Golden Pond fine movie. This is one of those, let's give it to the old man before he drops dead. Who do Mm -hmm. I think should have won this? Anyone but Dudley Moore. I mean, really, I would have put Fonda number four here. I think Beatty's great in red. Lancaster's great in Atlantic City with Susan Sarandon. And Newman, probably I would have given it to. I'd probably give it to him if I had to pick somebody, either he or Beatty. But Henry Fonda is doing nothing special, in my humble opinion, in that movie. So I I don't think he should have won.
1: Yeah, I agree. That was just sort of his posthumous Oscar, I believe. Or did was he still alive? I think he died the year after, maybe.
0: Yes, I think he died quickly soon after. So they probably knew he was sick.
1: But I do think Paul Newman probably deserved it that year. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, Absence of Mouse is a great movie, holds up really well. Deadly Moore Arthur, I mean, come on. Yeah. What's your number four?
1: Well, this one is gonna be a little controversial just because I know that Tom Hanks. Probably did deserve the Oscar for Philadelphia, but I really wanted Liam Neeson to win for Schindler's List that year, and even Lawrence Fishburne.
0: Okay, right, well, let's back it up, because you're you're talking about different movies here. Are you talking about 93 Hanks, where he wins it for Philadelphia? Right, okay. and Liam
1: Neeson, I think, should have won it that year for Schindler's List, or Lawrence Fishburn. I think why don't they,
0: you give the other choices? Because this is my number two. You're stealing yeah, all mine. <laughs> the other
1: okay well the other choices are Anthony Hopkins and Daniel Day Lewis.
0: So Anthony so, Hopkins for Remains of the Day, Daniel Day Lewis for In the Name of the Father, Fishburn, What's Love Got to Do with It, and Liam Neeson for Schindler's List. Right. All right, so what's your take why Hanks should not have won this? Because I, agree with I
1: just I, I really think uh Hanks did a great job playing the AIDS, HIV positive patients. But I think Liam Neeson was just so gracious and loving as the, you know, as the as Schindler, as the Oscar Schindler. And he was very emotional in that one scene where he finds out all the people who who lived because of him. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just think uh, Liam Neeson deserved it more
0: that year. Right. My take is, well, I think the bigger egregious thing was when Hanks was nominated for big five years before. I'm like, look, yeah. you and I, we've we we we've talked about Hanks in the past. We don't have a Hanks retrospective yet, but we don't think he's that talented. And um, look, I think he's certainly better uh, for, for honorable mentions. 94 Hanks getting it for Forrest Gump was on my oh. honorable mention. But for me, it's the most <laughs> egregious. In that year, there were choices, but I would not... Travolta on Pulp Fiction, and I mean, Morgan Freeman for Shawshank, I think probably should have got this year, that year, 94. But 93, all these four other guys deserved it more than Hanks. Daniel Day-Lewis is great in The Name of the Father. It was a small movie, Irish rebellion movie. Right. burn is over the top amazing. As he I is,
1: and he could have won.
0: He should have won. And then Anthony Hopkins' Remains of the Day, that's the one where he and Emma Thompson are really stifled uh, servants who are in love, but they can't express it. Great movie. Very good performance. And then Neesom is great as Oscar Schindler. So, I mean, this is one of those where like all the actors are just killing it. And look, it's not like Hanks isn't good in it, but it's always positive. And he's the worst one out of these. Yeah, and it's a Jonathan
1: Demme movie. And so I think that kind of helped him a bit that year. I think what
0: I think what helped him is that he didn't really do a lot of serious roles at this point. He's still Joe versus the volcano, Bachelor Party, League of Their Own, and this is his he first also, dramatic movie. He also time. had a
1: great co-star in Denzel Washington. Yes, he did yes. win for best supporting actor that year, I believe.
0: Absolutely. So we're in agreement. Um, you you've poached my three and my two. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, my number four is. 1996, Jeffrey Rush, the Australian, he wins for Shine. Here are the other nominees: Cruz for McGuire. You already know where I'm going with this. Fine for English Patient. Woody Harrelson, People versus Larry Flint, Billy Bob, and Sling Blade. Now, Rush is a good actor. You know he he's he's at his moments. He was in the Elizabeth movies. He's he's a good actor. Okay, Shine was fine completely unmemorable and if you look at the other movies in here i guarantee you more people have watched mcguire english patient and even sling blade and i would have given this to, to cruise i think this and magnolia are the cruise oscar winning betrayals and he just runs the gamut of emotion he's amazing in this movie yeah, i would have given this, it to him if if, if was two-
1: tom cruise nominated for best supporting actor though
0: no, no, no. He's he's nominated for best actor in this one. He
1: is? I thought yeah. he was nominated for best supporting.
0: No, in, Mag- in Magnolia, he's best supporting. Yeah,
1: that's what I said. Yeah, Magnolia. Yeah, but
0: I'm talking. But- I'm talking about Jerry Maguire. This is Jerry Maguire. Oh, now.
1: Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. okay. So I would have given. I would have been fine with, with Harrelson and People vs. Larry Flint. I don't think that's a good movie, uh, but I would have been fine. I mean, the Sling Blade character Billy Bob does is iconic. You know, people always imitate it. But give it to him, give it to Ray Fines, English patient at its moment. Fines is a top, top caliber actor. He's still yeah. packing heat. If you saw the menu, which came out last year. I mean, that movie is just crazy over the top where he plays a chef. Yeah, I, I would but definitely check it out. But this is Cruz's performance. This is that
1: Cruise's year. I would have given it to Billy Bob. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Billy Bob's good. I I it's it's just in that run of like playing special ed actors. Like mm-hmm. special ad characters, like we saw with Rain Man, and later on with I Am Sam and Forrest Gump. So I just don't think he's showing range as much. But you know, I movies I love. I have that ongoing series. Jerry Maguire clearly is is one of these movies that I love. And you know, so I'd give it to Cruise. But I'd be fine if if Billy Bob or Rafe finds one. Okay. All right. Who's your number three? Well, you my number another three one is- of mine. What was that? You're going to poach another one of mine. No, I don't
1: know. I don't know. We'll find but out. But I I do like ben, King, ben Kingsley a lot as Gandhi. In 1982, I believe.
0: Yes.
1: But I don't think compared to Peter O'Toole, Paul Newman, Jack Lemmon, and Dustin Hoffman, those are really fine fine actors as well. Mm. So, I would actually have chosen Peter O'Toole or Paul Newman for in in that year for the verdict,
0: so all right, verdict is great. You know the over he's the the over the hill attorney. Uh, yeah, that's a great movie. I don't remember my favorite year. I've seen it, but it's been years, so I can't comment on it. Hoffman, Tutsi. You know, I'm not a big wow. fan. So I'm always blocked, kind of like my for my dislike of him. And Jack lemon missing. I have not seen that, so this one I really can't comment on. I have seen Gandhi. And I think he's great. I think Kingsley's great in it. He is. But you don't think, you think Lemon should have won it? or No, either
1: Peter O'Toole for my favorite year or Paul Newman for the verdict. Dustin Hoffman, no, should not have been nominated for Tootsie. But Jack Lemon yes, for missing. But, you know, that's just one of those things, again, where I don't think this is an egregious win for Kingsley. But it's just one of those things where I think the other actors are better.
0: Um, yeah, so for my criteria, I pick, you know, you go, you go through these 30 years, and there's people who obviously deserve to win it, won it, and then there's those who won it, but then you look at the other contenders, and we'll certainly talk about this with Best Actress, because you know how I feel about Bullock and Ann Roberts winning their Academy Awards for their movies, but if you look at, it was a weak year, so if it's, if it's a year where the other performances were like, eh, they're like, okay, I'll give it to them. But the yeah. ones I'm picking are just like so over the top, like how could you have picked these people? Like we talked about with um, with Adrian Brody and Jeffrey Rush and, Tommy right. and so forth. So this is right. one of those years, in my opinion, where I, I think Kingsley's good, but I can see other people winning it. But to me, right. it's egregious because he's good as Gandhi. I mean, you don't even I, know that's Ben Kingsley. Yeah,
1: you know, and I think Peter Artul was only nominated one other time before he died. And I think that he really deserved an Oscar, but they never gave it to him.
0: So. He didn't get it for so, Arabia. But,
1: nope, he didn't get it. He's never wow. won the Oscar. So wow, for yeah, a that's a lifetime achievement. That's a
0: that's a travesty. That's a yeah, travesty. so
1: that's why I just thought Peter O'Toole maybe should have gotten it. But.
0: Okay, oh, wow. all right. My number two, you've already taken. So I've already done my five. Henry Fonda. My number four was Jeffrey Rush. My number three was Adrian Brody. My two was Hanks. Winning it over Fishburne and everybody else. You, you This is gonna be a short episode, so maybe we'll have time for honorable mentions here. My number yeah. one. My you're number go one. For your
1: number one, and I haven't done my number
0: two. Well, but you've but you are you're taking all of mine. Okay, how many more do you have left? Two more. Yeah, I
1: have two more.
0: Okay, do your do your second, and then we'll. Okay, go. my second one, my one is
1: Al Pacino, one. Pacino for The Sentinel. Oh my God, you're
0: taking all of mine. That was my number <laughs> one. <laughs>
1: because he really
0: does this not year do a good job. Horrible. He's.
1: He is mimicking somebody else. He's making fun of somebody else, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. But he does not
0: act well. Give the nominees. Who else is... I mean, this is egregious.
1: Uh, Okay, this is egregious. Uh, Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven. Denzel Washington. Do you remember what film
0: Denzel Washington was in? I mean, this to me is Denzel's best performance. Most transformative. Malcolm X.
1: Malcolm X, oh, right. Yes. Number three, Stephen Rea for Crying Game.
0: Good movie. He's good. Number in-
1: four, Robert Downey Jr. for Chaplin. Yeah. So, yeah. I would have given it either to Denzel Washington or maybe Clint Eastwood. But not Al Pacino. Al Pacino deserved his Oscar back in the Godfather years. Yes. He deserved it for Dog Day Afternoon. But no, not this year.
0: I mean, look, Scent of a Woman, I've actually watched maybe about three, four months ago. And we, with 30 years of history now with this movie, and how there's like two Pacinos, right? There's 70s Pacinos, understated, just great dog day. I mean, he's not understated, but you think of Serpico, dog day, you think of Godfather. And then after Scarface, he transforms a little, but then certainly after Sin of a Woman, he's just a caricature of this character for the last 30 years of his life. I mean, he, he goes a little understated again, like with the Irishman and some other movies, but look at Devil's Advocate, six years later, Any Given Sunday. I mean, he's he's good here. in Any
1: Given Sunday, but he's also good in Heat.
0: Okay, yeah, he but, but, so. he, but they're all like what we like, if we have to do an impersonation of Pacino, we're rarely ever doing Godfather Pacino. We're always doing some iteration of Son of a Woman Pacino, right? Who, yeah, and all this. Yeah, well,
1: that's just incredible. I can't believe that. He well, but
0: wondering. but this is why he doesn't deserve it. Like if it was a weak yeah. year, maybe, but this is one of those, let's give it to the old man because let's give it to him, he wasn't that old, but let's give it to him because he's amazing. But all the other guys, I, I would say Ray, I'd put number five. But Downey Jr. is amazing in Chaplin. I mean, he's young at this yeah. time but he's amazing in that movie. Eastwood is, is, Eastwood is good too. You know, he's playing it kind of straight and arrow, typical, like throwback to Clint from the Westerns. He, but he's great. And I mean, Hackman's amazing in that movie, but this is Denzel. I mean, come on. Denzel is just, to me, it's like top five performances ever of the 1990s, Denzel and Malcolm X. And to give it to Pacino is just so egregious to me.
1: Right. Right, which is really a shame, and you know I think they instead gave it to Denzel for Training Day later, many years later, which is fine, yeah. He's yeah. good in that too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Malcolm X, how can you even question that that would be one of his weak performances because it's not; it's one of his best performances. Yeah, you
0: know? it's one of those. is like Pacino's iconic, you know, the iconic actor. Yeah. Let's give it to him. But uh, he's he's hasn't really excelled in anything in the last thirty years. Kind of like with De Niro, you know, De Niro became a caricature of himself, maybe after Kate, Fee- well, I was after probably Casino, and then, you know, he's essentially just caricature, so, yeah. Okay, so that was my number one, so, yeah, who is your my, number my one? My
1: number one is Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump.
0: Okay, well, that's And, good. yeah, I
1: do think John Travolta should have won it.
0: Okay, well, let's he review here, Ford so.
1: Freeman and Shawshank Redemption,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there's Paul Newman and Nigel Hawthorne, so.
0: Now, I have not seen Newman and Nobody's Full. I have seen Nigel Hawthorne and Madness so of King George. Um, he was a good British actor. But yeah, to me, I didn't put him in the top five because who, I don't think Hanks is good in this, but who is the clear winner in your eyes? It's Travolta or eyes, Freeman?
1: It's either Morgan Freeman or John Travolta. But
0: pick one. Who would you pick?
1: And I would pick John Travolta just because it's such a different role, role Yeah. Altogether. And he really does showcase himself in that movie full but you know morgan friedman is everybody's favorite and that movie is everybody's favorite as well <laughs> and, and as far as the all-time movie list so yeah i saw *Shake redemption too but it didn't win uh, and he didn't win so yeah, this this um, was a bad, this bad. Dumb one.
0: <laughs> right, right, and we had talked about an overrated Best Picture winner, so it's not surprising that we're going to bring it up here. Thing about Freeman is that Freeman is great, but Freeman's playing Freeman, right? Freeman is Freeman, like the what the sagacious black man. He plays that pretty much in every movie the last thirty years. Travolta, you know, I you know you and I have talked about. It. I've been souring on Tarantino. I've done kind of my own retrospective on on Tarantino's work, and I love Pulp Fiction. It's in my top three Tarantino. I don't know. I mean, Travolta at the time. We were both in college at the time, so we like we saw this movie. And was like, oh, this is amazing. But to me, who should be nominated from this movie? I don't think it's Travolta. It's Samuel L. Jackson. I think Samuel I think Jackson. Samuel Jackson
1: wasn't he nominated for best supporting
0: actor? Uh, maybe he was. Maybe he was. But maybe. he okay. uh, he's he's just mesmerizing in this movie. I would take it over Travolta. Travolta kind of plays the stoner, kind of just you know. Pot smoking guy. I he's, he's fine in it, but no, oh, I mean I, when when you think of this movie, to me, it's Samuel L. Jackson. And Samuel L. Jackson to me is more of a lead than Travolta. But given that Travolta had been a you know so a, an actor for 20 years, they made, you know made him best actor. Yeah, pretty, I mean I think I think, they
1: have pretty much the not quite the same screen time, but I think Travolta does have a little bit more screen time
0: though. I think I'm Samuel Jackson's friends, more memorable. Yeah. Is more oh, uh,
1: yeah I do have a couple of honorable mentions
0: um yeah we got let's do five minutes of it mine are mostly outside because there is a glaring one in in the 20 teens and I don't think we'll do a best picture or best movie I'm sorry best actor of the 20 teens but you go ahead and I'll give my most well
1: agreed. you know I love Philip Seymour Hoffman as uh, Capote in 2006 yeah but I love Heath Ledger's performance in Brokeback Mountain even more. It was just so sensitive, touching, everything about it. He's great. He should have been best actor in that year. And then there's Terrence Howard in Hustle & Flow, um, jo- Joaquin Phoenix and Johnny Cash
0: movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. David Stressen, um, who I can't even remember what,
0: Good Night and Good Luck is the, is the uh, Clooney directorial movie that. that Oh, right, right. He plays Edward Moreau in it.
1: I really wanted Heath
0: Ledger that year. Okay. Okay. So here's my take. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman is, is good with, with the passing of his, his his death, I think he's going to be regarded. If he's not already regarded as just one of the best, if not the best uh, character actor of our generation, he really is. And so to me, it's like, I, I would like to have seen him win for something else, but he's mm-hmm. great in Capote. Now, Ledger and Brokeback, yeah, he's he's amazing in that. He's amazing mm-hmm. in that. And I think Joaquin Phoenix is, is really good in Walk the Line as well. But you know how I feel about biography movies? I just think that there should be a separate category when you're <laughs> in a, <in> a real life <laughs> person. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Ledger versus Hoffman, I mean, this is the competition between two guys who died from drug overdoses. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can see I can see an honorable mention there. I would probably go with Hoffman still over ledger, but I can totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. My honorable mention is going to, like I said, it's outside of this bracket, but I saw it to me. It's just so egregious. (laughs) egregious. It's going to be 2013. Matthew, all right, all right, all right, winning for Dallas Buyers Club. Hmm. And DiCaprio is there for Wolf of Wall Street, OG of 4 for 12 Years a Slave, Christian right. Bale for American Hustle, Bruce Dern for Nebraska. I've not seen Nebraska, but I've seen the other three. And to me, McConaughey, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. I do think NGO
1: Four is really... Uh, a force to be reckoned with that year in 12 Years a Slave.
0: Very yeah, and I mentioned to you, I recently saw this movie and I'd never seen it before, and I juxtapose it with Django Unchained, and I would rather watch 12 Years a Slave, even though it's brutal and some of it its scenes. It's more realistic. It's, it's better acted, it's more realistic, and it's just a better movie. It's just yeah, a better it is. movie. But yeah. to me, DiCaprio, you have to give that, this performance in Wall Street is his best performance. I would say he's ever done. Probably this and Departed, in my opinion, better than say, Revenant. No, I would
1: say Departed and The Revenant was his be
0: best. Okay, well we can disagree, but Wolf of Wall Street he's amazing, and this is an amazing yeah. movie. Even Bale and Hustle. You know I love I, I love Hustle because everyone in it, J Law, my girl Amy Adams, Cooper, mm-hmm. they're just just packing heat. They're all throwing hundred miles an hour in this movie. And Bale is transformative. I think he does a great job. McConaughey, he does that. Let me lose a lot of weight and play the AIDS guy, and they give it to him. You know, I just. Well, a- see,
1: it's the it's Tom Hanks Philadelphia's.
0: Phenomenon. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's like, no. I mean, I would have given this to three other actors before. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, okay. May. Great times to- as always. We don't I- have time for another one. Really. All right. You give me one more. One more.
1: One more, Sean Penn for Milk.
0: Okay, who should have won it? I
1: think Mickey Rourke for The Wrestler should have won it.
0: All right, all right. Uh, who were the other nominees that year? Who was that, Two thousand. Brad
1: Pitt. Uh-huh. Brad Pitt, Richard. Uh, Jenkins. Jenkins, Franklin Ella. yeah.
0: For Frost-Nixon? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah eh, I don't know. Eh. I look, I think Sean Penn's very talented, especially 80s Penn.
1: Yeah, he plays is the the uh
0: the gay mayor of San Francisco gets assassinated, right? And milk. Yeah, right. I have not seen that movie to be fair. I have seen Frost Nixon and I've seen Benjamin Button. I've not seen The Wrestler, so I'll I'll defer to you on this one. I, I think this is a weak year, to be honest. Uh, but I've I I've only seen three of these performances. Mickey
1: Rourke really gave gave it his all
0: that year. Yeah. <laughs> Rourke, 80 80s Rourke was great, great actor.
1: Yeah. But that's it for Rourke, I think. I don't
0: think he'll be coming back. Well, he had a troubled past, you know, troubled, yeah. troubled issues. All right, may I appreciate it. You stole all mine. We'll see if the Best Actress, you're going to steal mine again. Oh, all right. You take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.